Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf. Fella. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey boys, it's Matthew Kachuk here and you're listening to Missing Curfew. Fella, my man. Fella Fridays continue here. Up his world. You like that hat, bud? I love the hat. Thank ah, you. Shout out to Smitty at Sauce Hockey. I said, listen, I want to get up you something. I got you a bottle of, uh, what was that nice tequila I got that you were just slugging up? Classes, yeah. The best day, Maxie, up he goes, text me a couple days later. He said, uh, oops, I think I left that bottle of Costa Azul, the spritter. I said, well, Ups, the last time I saw her, you had her, you're just chugging it. So I, I don't know. If, I don't think she made it back. He said, oh, okay, good, good, good. As long as we drank it. I think I asked three or four people. Uh, I, I asked Al the next day he had it at the USC game. I'm like, Al, yeah, any chance that bottle in the box? Uh, he's like, no, never seen anything. I'm like, shit. Okay. Text calling the driver. He's like, no, no, didn't see it. Saw an empty one though. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. probably it. That means you're having a good birthday. So it was a good birthday. You like the hat though? Good job. Hats them. are good. Oppie's world. Yeah, these snapbacks are juice. Should we try to sell those babies or just keep them for you? We'll see. Uh, well, we'll see after this airs. Yeah, the boys we'll like it. You know, uh, up dog. Let, let's talk a little World Series here. Um, and, and to our listeners, now that we're you know obviously big news with the DKN network that we're fired up about, um, it means being up here going to be in the studio even more. So uh, with our fellow Friday podcast that comes out, we're going to touch on some games over the weekend. What has happened on you know Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning? Um, basically, we're going to be more up to date here in the studio, so we're we're looking forward to that. Hey, up dog, absolutely, brother. It's nice to be in here shooting the shit. A lot of things happen throughout the week that yeah. we're not just able to cover on a Tuesday show, which airs Wednesday on DKN, like you just said. We're super proud about that partnership. Um, but we're going to come in. We're going to touch on this stuff Thursdays, air Friday. Talk about some weekend bets. Talk about things that have happened throughout the week. Lots going on in hockey, World Series chatter. Uh, got the member member this week. Little, oh, yeah. little tasty, tasty. So uh, it's nice to get in here at the studio and shoot around with it's you. It's the match play. It's the match play, baby. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for Uppy's World. Uh, let's talk World Series. Shout out to our boy Billy Quinn. Uh, I don't think Billy. Billy! Does Billy's not a minority owner anymore, is he? I think he no. sold his shares to squad, but sold it at a high. Uh, yeah, of course. That's how he rolled. But uh, <laughs> I love so high. He's fired up. I hey, listen. The Phillies shit the bed. The, the, the bats went cold, right? You live Who's to die. blame for that? Go ahead. Call <laughs> I don't, oh, tell him. Hey. Larry fucking Bettman. Well, no, Larry Flowers is the babe. It is. In typical Flowers fashion. So rewind to last year's Super Bowl. Yeah. He says in our group text, no way. No way Eagles can lose. Yeah, there's no way. I said they're playing Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, pre-Taylor Swift, when I loved him. Um, we all know what happened. Then he books his flight to the World Series Game 1 which was starting in Arizona. I don't know why he's flying back to Philly, maybe to see his girl or whatever. But I'm like, dude, don't book your flight till it's... Sure enough, Larry Bettman strikes again. Take it. They're out. 
Uh, but who did you bet? Who did you blame on the actual Phillies? You, you wanted to call a guy out, didn't you? That's yeah, I who, did. Who, who'd you say was not clutch? I forget his name. Trey Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Turner, you said Turner had was over fourteen down the stretch, bro. Yeah, with and I'd say maybe eight of those, Max. You might know your statistician back there. I'd say eight or ten of those, man. There was guys on bases, scoring positions, and I'm like, you know, I was a shortstop. I get it. <laughs> you know, I get it. I stepped I, up to the plate. I stepped up the plate and fucking in those minor leagues back in the day. You know, I was 12, 13 with the game on the line, and I get caught fucking looking. <laughs> Were you, no, I got caught I can't looking believe twice. You get caught looking. No, I because I swing at everything. Oh, a, I, I, I tell you what, I got caught looking twice. Ended my baseball career. Couldn't handle it anymore. I would say a lot of things about Upshaw. Get, getting caught looking throughout your career on and off the ice is not much. You never really got caught looking. I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm good at bat. You, you took a couple hacks there, buddy. You fouled a couple off. No, I I knew at a young age, and, you know, my buddies listening to this back home who might have been on that squad, you know what I'm talking about. I, man, sorry, boys. Hey, boys, he's still not over it. I know. It's what I remember. It was heartbreaking. You know, I only played baseball for a year. I was a soccer guy. I was a soccer player, and yeah. then you know, through through my athleticism and some peer pressure, I was like, "You should play baseball," and I did. As starting shortstop, I love the game. Baseball for young kids, it's kind of boring, right? Like soccer, yeah. you just like, get out there, go run around, run around, have yeah. a good time. Baseball, but hand eye and pressure oh. situations, and understanding like when the ball comes to you, the options you have, making the right play, being a teammate, yeah. hey, staying in at night. All the little things. Who said anything about skating? <laughs> Who said anything about skating? All the little tonight? things that you need to worry about when you're, you know, a teen guy. You learn that in baseball. Yeah. You know. You know what? I'll tell you what. Talk about team guy is. I, I look at these guys in the dugout. Yeah. Like how much fun are they having in that dugout? <laughs> Putting in yeah. can of dips like, like throwing that. Throwing it. Throwing it. Lip. Oh, <laughs> I kind of that was fucking hot. I know. Whoever started uh, for the Rangers, if you could throw the first pitch, like how many that, of these are used in here? None. Okay. But listen, I'll tell you what that is before you dive in there. Yeah, before you dive in there, I'll tell you what that <laughs> it is. It looks like a mixed bag. That's that's a mixed bag. Okay. Of, uh, listen, hold on. That's a mixed bag of of old peach? can of dips. It's your peach in here. So my cleaning lady, shout out to my cleaning lady, uh, uh, Gabriella. Gabriella, thank you. She always gets my tins I leave around, and and she'll stack them up neatly and then i'm like that's a bush league look so now i take all the and i put it all in one tin and that turns into the o'brien just mixed bag of so it's going to be a little dry if i'm gonna are the boys allowed to chew still in the in the majors oh yeah i'm sure big time big time uh the, what's his name uh maxi Mar marte for the diamondbacks m-a-r-t-e oh it's coming yeah, oh it's right marte yeah he throws in massive yeah. jackets wow massive i just don't think you're allowed you're not allowed on TV anymore to just be spitting yeah. shit on the, on like, the mound. Like they used to have them like sitting in the dugout. Yeah, I think you gotta be careful of that. But no, you can still throw it. If they ever ban chew from baseball, I mean, you might you ever see pitchers like remember Harvard would be up on the mound and just yeah. big oh, dipper sure. in. I mean, who was it for the Phillies that had three? Well, Schwarber has big chews in. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I mean, that. I love that guy too. I know. But going back to the Phillies, like first of all, I said before the series started, you boys that the D backs are scrappy. I watched them right from the start. Their bullpen is young fucking studs that come in and mow people down. Oh. And the bats went cold. Like, and this is me up. It's like after after the D-backs went in there one game six at the bank, I had a bad feeling. And I had the Phillies at minus 200 in the series. So I'm like, why don't I just take the the old insurance bet, right? No. What do I do? All in on the Phillies. So I end up getting just smoked for about three Gs or whatever it was. But their bats went cold. Uh, but you want to talk about a great series for the fans. We touched on this earlier in the week. But you got Texas, you got the great, I mean, Arlington, you got Dallas, and you got Scottsdale. Come on, baby. Yeah, Cougars. Let's go. Cougs. Get the bottle service going at Bottle Blonde. Where do we go in Dallas? I can't remember. Nick and Sam's. Nick and Sam's right into, man, there was one good club in Dallas, wasn't there, that we went to? I can't remember. There's a couple, yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. But um, the no, two great cities. Two great, great state cities. of Texas and a great state of Arizona. Yeah. Listen, right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, Texas, this, God. Man, minus 180. We talk about value bets a lot here. Up dog, the D-backs are plus 160. I'm taking the Rangers. I mean, I, I've been on the bandwagon since they came in and kicked the shit out of my Blue Jays a couple months ago. I love Billy Quinn, but I'm telling you, man, these D-backs team, I, I don't know. Maxie, what's yeah. your feel back there? You're a baseball guy. I've been going against the Diamondbacks yeah. the entire playoffs. Me too, brother. <laughs> and that's how. And now they're in the World Series, so... I think I'm just going to keep it rolling and, and go yeah. with the Rangers. I I just don't think I haven't thought the Diamondbacks you're, are going to win a round. You're going, you're going with the Obi method. You're going down with the ship, fella. Eh? 
I respect. Hey, so just touch on this. Game one. Yes. Friday. Uh-huh. Diamondbacks starting pitcher Zach Gallon played golf with them before. Good kid, great guy. Loves missing curfew. Loves missing curfew. He was a young Did we kid. Get him some swag. Took him out. We will. Took him out for dinner. The big guy PJ took him out. Great kid. Yeah, great guy. Not a bad golf game either. He's dealing. He's dealing. Well, the whole squad, their whole pitching staff, yeah, staff is nasty. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing about the Rangers: their bullpen. I'm not sold. Okay. Their bullpen is. So, what's better in playoff baseball, the bats or the bullpen? Bullpen, right, is Max? Probably the bullpen, yeah. But I mean, look at the look at the Phillies. They're they're cold for I mean, one, two cold. games, two games, two cold. Games. Done. See you later. Eating cheesesteaks and drinking Labatt Blue Light. Massive, but like, if your bats go as cold as the Phillies did, I know. Even yeah. in their own park, they went cold. You know, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper cold went bat. cold. Castavetti is that his name? Cold, cold. Trey Turner, as you said, old for fifteen. Still those like poor, him. He's a playoff. Poor Philly fans, and they just live and die with their sports. Like you could see, like I saw this older woman, like she'd be somebody's grandma. Like she, she's so sad after the game. I was like, oh, poor girl. Like they're just so like that's what they wanted, right? Like so bad. That's all they really got going for them in Philly. Yeah, is their sports. So I know. it's gonna be, it's gonna be. It's satisfying watching yeah. them lose, though. I gotta say, it's, it's not a Philly yeah. Hey, listen, fan. I I love the fans. I respect the fans. Up dog and loops for great Flyers, but I, I'm with you. I'm I'm used to going in there and playing against the Flyers. And then being all over me, so that it will always stick in my mind. So I'm with you when it comes to Philly sports fans at times. But uh, fall classic up dog, it's going to be great. I am tech. I am going to take the Texas Rangers. Billy Quinn, have a time. Um, hockey up dog. The other night, the frozen frenzy. I mean, a typical NHL fashion. I get what they're doing, right? They put all the games on for the frozen frenzy. Then I get home last night. There's one game on. Oh my god! I know. Gee, I had back to backs, but I saved the back. You don't want to say I know, I know, I know. But I, well, what'd you think about? I loved it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought a 3 p.m. Um, West Coast start was great. You know, get yeah. the guys get the guys out of work early, get over to the game. Um, you know, I think they spread games out what every 15 minutes. Yeah, they could have done 15, 30, whatever. It, it, that didn't really matter. Um, I thought Bucci did a great job. Bucci was awesome. Bucci's yeah. the man. He's he's got a lot of life in his in his chatter. He's got. Good swagger. He loves college hockey. Yeah, he does. Um, there was some great banter there. Um, for me, it was like, you know, finally we get to showcase how beautiful a sport is, um, you know, by highlighting a day of the week, which I guess is the day of the year, where every team plays and everyone just gets highlights, highlights, highlights. I was I was sitting there with my brother-in-law, Matt. Um, we had Duke, Big Duke's, uh, my father-in-law's birthday party. And uh, I was just like, it is so nice to watch all these, but you feel like you're at the end of the night watching the highlights of it all. Yeah, but it's in real time. You're you're watching like, you know, and the double screen, the triple screen. Like there was just a good way to take in all the action. I don't know, reactive on X that night. I wasn't. I wasn't. You know what? If you want to be, be, it it was almost too much of a frenzy for me. Like I was watching it, trying to keep my eye on what was going on. Yeah, like it it was a lot, but it was good because they would go to the power plays and then go to the goals. And I still think. I mean, Princey said it, we we didn't say it. Maybe I said it on Cooley's show, but I, I thought it was on Missing Curfew. We said like a red zone where every time a team gets a power play, you go right there or a goal. I thought they did a great job. With or that. the last when the goalies pulled last three minutes of a game. Yeah, we saw a couple tying goals. We saw a couple overtime, you know, uh, spots. I think there was a shootout. I, you just yeah. had everything. Penalty shot, right? Ovi had a penalty shot. Ovi had a penalty shot. Ovi gifted one. Uh, hey, Ovi, you're welcome. We forget you go on. I put him on the milk cart. He's got a two goals. One was yeah. empty netter. <laughs> He's about to pass a great one for most empty, empty netters. netters too. Yeah, one more away. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you got to put Ovi out there anytime there's an empty net now, right? Yeah, totally. I think even when he scored the empty netter last night, I think he could have got out there again. Should have the empty netter. Get him out there. Uh, I think it was great though. I thought Bucci killed it. Speaking of Bucci. Nice turtleneck. Yeah, he, he was, the was rocking the turtleneck. He had the white sneaks on. Yeah, it was great. There was a lot of action going on in that ESPN studio. That's you had, you had Mess, Steve Levy, and PK. I love you, Steve Levy. And then you had those two boys in the other room. A lot of banter back and forth. That studio looked nationally. Yeah, they do have a great big studio. big is that fucking Yeah, well, ESPN Studios, man. No, I know, but it was like, it took weeks, like five minutes to get from the one set to the other. I was like, that is... That is a legit. No, it was great for hockey, and I, I think it needs to be implemented on nights. You know, we should have a Wednesday uh, frozen frenzy night at once yeah. a month. Yeah, once a month, and it doesn't have to be sixteen games. It could be twelve, maybe like I twelve know, games. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of games on Friday nights, so this kind of but like Friday night frozen frenzy, like fellow Friday frozen. But there's not a lot of games on Fridays. That's the problem. It's a, it's a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday league. But 
I'm with you, obviously. I thought it was great. And that's the type of stuff we're talking about, like thinking outside the box. So, I thought it was yeah. great by ESPN, Phil. So. Well, do you think, I, I was listening to something. Do you think hockey could ever be a sport where um, you throw an AirPod in and you chat from the bench or you go out on the ice with it on? You think Jack Hughes would do that? Probably not on the ice. I Why mean, not? Some nights I watch these games, they could have an AirPod in their fucking ear. It'd be great. They don't get hit anyways. I mean, what if a guy just got smoked because he was trying to talk yeah, to you Steve Levy up? An all-star game. Yeah. All-star game, but not, not. No, but on the bench, you should be able to fire one in on the bench after you get off from like a power play. Yeah. And just talk about the peeper or or after you score and you're sitting on the bench, they fire an AirPod in, you talk with the play-by-play guy. Ask John Tortorella what do you think of that. Yeah, but, hey, hey Torres, what do you think of Yeah, this? but they were all but they were all probably gung-ho when they had to do interviews on the bench. That happens every playoff game. Yeah. Right? Both coaches. Are you thinking this from watching baseball when they talk to the boys on the bench? Because they've been doing that all playoff. Did, like if a guy, the bench, run, guy was on the guy was on the infield the one time, the Dodger. Yeah, yeah. Max yeah. Homa. Max Homa walking down the fairway after he hits a ball, yeah. shooting the shit with the guy. Did a real tournament? It's a different different, but yeah. Totally. I'm not saying like in between the play. Like you're talking about when they're playing. That would be nuts. <laughs> But, hey, hold on a second here, boys. I got McDavid coming down on me here. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> Holy great. fuck, what's going on? Would that be sick TV? Something to think outside the box. What if yeah. it's a boring game and you just like, let's spice it up. Throw the AirPod it's in. a lot of boring games. Right? A lot of, the only games that I find that aren't boring is when the Colorado Avalanche starts snapping it around. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? I'm taking some serious, uh, I'm taking some serious heat on X from your Columbus Blue Jackets fans on my cake on the Rasmus Anderson hit. They're not there. They don't like it. I know, he just broke his hand, right? Well, he's got a concussion. Oh, he's got a cup. But, like, I'm going to say this. Like, what? so what's he supposed to do? Just let him get an empty netter? I mean, Patrick Liney was going for an empty net. Yeah, no, I'd hit him. I'd I mean, fucking hit him. That's a hit all day, but... And he was down? Bad. And he was down? I don't know. Was I don't know. The people at Columbus are out for blood, though. Head head contact? What do they think? It's four-game suspension? They give four games for a headshot, yeah. That, that's a little... Yeah. If it's blindsided, I understand it, but that wasn't really a blindside. No, like like Patrick Liney puts himself in kind of a vulnerable position. Now, for all these people on X that are fucking, you know, calling me a meat stick, and which I am, guy puts himself in a vulnerable position. It's a man's fucking league out there, okay? Like, it's the NHL. If I want to hit a guy, if he's trying to put it in my empty net, I'm going to hit him. Like, I would have done the same thing. That's all I'm saying. I would have yeah. done the exact same thing to him. Actually, I probably would have cross-checked him. I probably got 10 games. Um, I even think a cross-check now is you're less... Le- yeah, you're not going to get prosecuted as like bad, a headshot as bad as like a headshot. Yeah, I'm just saying he's going for the empty net. The guy kind of gets you know like like Ike's for example. It's it's kind of a it's a completely different play I guess. But Ike's is vulnerable in the playoffs in the Stanley Cup final. Maddie comes in and hits him. It's just Maddie didn't go high at him. Maddie kind of just so like, you say because Anderson left his feet. yeah kind of goes up. That that's the only yeah. reason. it's a high hit. Yeah 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 yeah. I think that was the argument. What was you know. Are guys going to hit that guy all the time? Yes. If you go launch at him, is that where you know the penalty comes in? Suspension. Yeah. I'm just saying, if law, if Patrick Liney's not like kind of down shooting it, but I guess that's a responsibility of the player, right? That's what they're going to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. If he stays low and drills him, if that's four games, what's your hit on Bur- what's your hit on fucking uh, Oscar Bertuzzi? Yeah. How many games is that now? If that's 20. four, what do you got? Twenty. 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 I, you're twenty. You would dig in. You would have a good tan. You want to make it? Hey, I'll be going to going to. Back to Scottsdale or go to I know. somewhere get a tan. But how about uh how about our boy Brady Kachuk the other day? Love that kid. Man. Right? Did you see so by saw, the way? Saw it all, man. Takes a takes a vicious hit late in the game, drops his mitts. Square the, the moment, the drops way, him. The way he dropped his gloves was fucking old school. And that's how you do it. Tuck comes in, takes a takes a liberty on him. Brady doesn't even ask questions, just chucks his gloves off and goes right at him. I love that. That is hockey. I love uh, men playing men. And if you want to do something to me, I'm coming for you. So I love great. how Georgie Peros uh, rescinded the uh, suspension also. Because it's an instigator in the last five minutes. He drops his gloves first, oh, fights, but the nice. league reviewed it, and the league understood that this wasn't someone that was just going to start shit. Yeah. It was the spur of a moment, um, kind of a hockey play, right? Yeah. Fights, they took the suspension away. No thing. The one thing, at the very end, he clobbers Tuck with a punch while Tuck was kind of down on the ice. But that's fighting. Hey, that's if funny. you're gonna take a, if you're gonna run me, tuck random, you're gonna run me. Let's go. You're down the ice. I might give you the extra one if you're gonna run me. Yeah, yeah. Like he ran him. And good for Tuck. I like Tuck's game too. I love yeah. it all. That whole sequence of everything. Hockey. Now, if you ask Brady, probably say I shouldn't hit him when he's down, and that's the unwritten rule, as we all know. Yep. But that whole sequence still gives me hope that this game's not completely going down the fucking tubes. You know, <laughs> completely totally. going down the tube. So 
We'll be right back here at Mr. Curfew. DraftKings, baby. Fellas, you feel that chill in the air? The NHL is back and it's time to hit the ice. DraftKings Sportsbook is getting new customers ready for puck drop with an epic offer. Updog, 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on hockey. Now that's worth a selly, fella. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code CURFEWKINGS. New customers can get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code CURFEWKINGS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 and plus ages varies in jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insolence. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up his world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Listen, match play this weekend. I get a text from the boys. They say, Olbs, we're going to play the black tees, which are the very, very tips at Big Canyon because Uppy and Thomas J want to qualify. Well, you kicked my ass. You won $700 off me and you shot 75. So you're the number one seed. You're the number one seed Heading into the match play, big candy. I mean, match how you play. feeling, bud? I'm Who feeling good. First, I have first? no idea yet, but it's uh, <laughs> there's only eight guys, so I got a chance. One versus eight. I like the sounds of that. Yeah, I mean, the most impressive thing about 75 is you didn't even hit a ball before. You, I mean, you were you were there so late, you didn't have time to even have a cup of fucking soup. You just like no, right, right out, right out. I didn't even get a drink. You didn't get a drink, and then I actually learned a rule of golf yesterday with the whole dropping thing. I was yeah. like. You know, because I was trying to protect the field. I'm like, I'll be the drop zone's there, buddy. Where are you going? And he's like, and then Dirty's like, no, he can come line of sight. Yeah, well, yellow. I didn't yeah, know with, that. A, with a yellow hazard, point of entry. Uh, if your point of entry is between you and the pin. Yeah. So at the, on that specific hole, if the pin is only on the left side of the green and you come in that side. You can take it where it crosses. You can take it where it crosses. I still like don't if know the, the rules. If the pin was in the really far left corner. And you you hit one from the right side of the fairway, and it went in the water. You could almost uh, go up to like almost where it just starts to turn. to where it's a gimme. Eh? Yeah, hey, that's hey. good, boys. Hey, boys. I mean, how do I get to hey, drop uh, the ball? Yeah, right? that's good, boys. I crossed here, and then I take relief, and that's good. I made four, Bill. <laughs> I made four. I made four, fellas. Oh, um, that was good. But good luck. I took go an eight. Him. Yeah, I took an eight. Are you going to get beat you to caddy for you? Or are you going? I told him if I made the past the first round that I'd love him because you guys will take him Friday. Right, you get Friday golf, right? Still, I'm uh, playing Friday golf with Beauty Alert, Rich Howell. Um, I don't know if we're taking beach right now. I mean, if you want him on Friday, you should. I wouldn't wait to the first round. There's been lots of upsets in match play. Yeah. You don't even know who you're playing. Eh? Like, I know, uh, but good I'm luck, pumped, yeah. yeah, go get the world. Just keep hitting at 340 down the middle. You'll be all right. Um, Updog, you brought up to me a, a hit this week, uh, or I believe it was last Ooh, night. It was two nights ago. It was the it was the free agency frenzy. Yeah, it was uh, Ludwig from Dallas who played his first game yeah. on Fasca. Listen, the whole play was great, right? Fasca has his head down. The young de the young defense was going to step up. I thought it was a great clean hit. Just he hit his chin on the other guy's helmet. Yeah. It was kind of a scary situation there, but I hope he's all right. But you brought it to my attention. I, the whole play besides the result at the very end with him, I thought was a great step up by a young defenseman. A good read. Get up in him. Don't let him take that ice. Listen, I've uh, played hockey, a lot of hockey against uh, Radic Fasca. This guy is a beast. Yeah, he is. He is a strong two-way power forward. He's played a lot of hockey. Hitting that guy open ice is no bueno. That's a that's a man's hit. Now, Ludwig's first NHL game. I love, I love the fact that this is what the team needs. This is what yeah. Pittsburgh needs is a guy like that on the back end. I got it right here. Um, so, you know, just seeing it happen, I saw it happen in real time and it was, it wasn't perfect. Um, great hit though, right? It's a clean hit. It's, you know, and Fasca sees him coming and he still just goes for the puck. It's, it's actually an impressive, it's an impressive play by both guys, but, um, you just hate to see it because head injuries are, are, are very, very difficult, very touchy subject in our league. And, um, this case, you know, you, you hate to see it cause he's the one hitting right like it's you know it's funny i was having this conversation with my mom and dad over the weekend of, of concussions and cte yeah. and my mom said how many did you have and i said oh, probably quite a few and i said actually mom some of the worst 
you know, times where I could feel my brain kind of hit my skulls when I went in to hit somebody. You know, in the corner, I took a couple hard strides and yeah. I went to drill somebody and he saw me and I, I can't remember. You know, I can't like, tell you how many times that. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's the game we play. It's yeah. a great game. It's the best game. Hitting is the best part of the game. I loved it. Yeah. Wish I could hit you right now. Um, but, Take a but, fucking run at me, buddy. Yeah. Take a run at me. Hey, did um, you see my uh, changes? Did you see my, uh, I got this from my parents' bedroom. That's my OHL All-Star nameplate. Unreal. Right? Guess okay. where the All-Star game was that year? Uh, Vancouver. I've never seen, shout out to Matt Foy, who was like- The we, OHL All-Star game was in Vancouver. We played against uh, the Western League, yeah. Yeah, how old were you? I was 19 years old. Shit. I mean, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I think I was hurt for that game. You might have, might have been. I would have been 19 too, right? 83? Yeah, so there was the Eastern Conference of the OHL versus one of the conferences in the Western League. Would that been- I had, I had broken ribs, but was I was Vancouver there. in your division? Yeah, no, I was in Vancouver for the game. Yeah. I was there. I've never seen a guy, Matt Foy, for you Ottawa 67s fans, get undressed quicker than Matt Foy did after that all <laughs> like to go out the Oh, he, I'm like, Foysy. So, a great story, actually. We, we, uh, we uh, all get undressed. We're all 19 years old. Where do we go up, dog? We go right to the roller, right to the Roxy, and fucking just the timing, the Detroit Red Wings are in town. All the boys are at the bar. Eiserman, Shanahan, Chelly, Lindstrom, uh, Holmes, the whole squad's there. And we're like in their party with the Detroit Red Wings. And then we all had to get on the flight the next day early up, dog. We were hurting. But yeah, there's proof to anyone who didn't say I was an all-star ups. I'm going to look this up right now. Look it, it up, baby. I, I want to see if I was on this squad. It would so, have been 2000. All-star game in 2003. 2002, yeah. 2003. Yeah, that's when it would have been. All-star teams. No, I didn't make it. <laughs> were you in the show then? No. I came back. I came back, but yeah, I only played so, like 40 yeah, games. But so Eric right. Christensen made it from my squad. Who else was on that team in the Western League? But it's given, it's given Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Oh, this is no first. These are all-star game. Yeah, I don't know why we went out there, but we went out to Vancouver. And I almost got kicked off the all-star team because I got suspended for flipping a puck into the crowd after the Oshawa Generals made it about 7-1 on us. I flipped the puck over. I was like dash four. And the league suspended me like three games for like – Risking fan injury or some shit. It was crazy, but um, but listen on that hit real quick up yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a great thing, a great clean hit. I hope the kid's okay. Don't. I guess my advice to him would be is, it's a tough situation, a tough result, but don't lose that ability to step up, kid. That that was a great hit. So, um, we got a little new thing here at Uppy's World this year. It is the what do you got here? Ups, you got the old. We got to call it something. We got to call it something. I thought I would highlight. And bring some attention, yeah. And you know, shine some love on these boys, on my fourth liners. All right, the glue guys, the guys that step up every night when they show up to the rink in the morning, and they got a green jersey, and they're like, "What the fuck am I on the fourth line for again?" I had a great game last game. Anyway, these guys, I want to shine light maybe once a week, once a month, on my Uppies fourth liner. Coxman Award. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. And the qualify to qualify for this. You got to have a couple healthy scratches, okay? So got to be a so team go out guy. Get pinned, go out and get pinned. If you're on a PTO, or if you've ever been on a PTO, that qualifies higher. You get a couple extra points. Um, you got to play like a couple games where you only get like eight minutes. Okay, <laughs> I know that feeling. Well, me too. Yeah, but listen, because you know what it's like in the playoffs. You win with these type of guys. Can't win without them. Oscar Sundquist, at the time, uh, Ivan Barbershev. Yeah, Sundquist you know, is a great example. But like a guy that's just. You know, you watch a lot of the – who won the um, Colorado Avalanche? Right? O'Connor. 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 See, but he's almost too good. Because nah, he could be like a second liner on any other team. But he's yeah, playing maybe. good. I'll give him the Coxman Award. Yeah. He's got two short-handed goals. Okay. Yeah. I Pussy. Took, I took, and a lot of these guys PK, block shots. I'm going to look at block shots. I'm going to look at some penalty kills. Yeah. Maybe off ice. Love it. Love it. Off ice entertainment. Yeah. If you're hitting me up for rookie parties – you know, that's another... Guy's still hitting you up for rookie parties? Yeah. Wow. Well, come on. That's when you leave your legacy. You've been out of the league for fucking six years. You're still hitting me up. That's that's how you leave your legacy. So, What do you think of the award, though? I love Should it. I get a big... I love it. Dilly in here? We'll get... <laughs> put, put, put the boy's name on the Dilly Award? I mean, listen, I, I love it. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to keep my eye out for it, too. I'm going to keep my eye out for it, too. I would throw my hat in the ring right now, like, for O'Connor from the apps. Two short-handed goals. Blocks everything. Yeah. I mean... If you want to talk about a Savard for the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, what he did? He had six block shots. One shift. That's crazy. 
crazy. I think he was the one that broke his hand. He blocked lucky, all those shots. He's lucky he didn't break more than that. He, he, that was the guy I was talking about. His blade went flying. It was it was crazy. So uh, we'll come up with a cool name for that up dog. I, I love where your head's at with that. Give us a couple. <laughs> that wasn't a good name. Okay. Um, the Dillia Warp. Like, you know, I like no, the no, the Warp. Coxman. Coxman. Love it. Right? Sorry, I, I blocked out for a second. He's got a good eye. Yeah. The Coxman Award. Right? Love it. Love it. So Assassin. Up his world. Party time. Excellent. Ooh, yeah. Get this guy a beer. Listen, um, you've been talking about this guy for a while. Jack Hughes. Oh. Um, he's absolutely, you know, I watched him play last night against, you know, the Washington Capitals, and this guy just had it on a string. But the thing that really jumped out to me is he went in, goalie was pulled, there's a puck in the corner, and, and you know as a player, especially as a forward, you're going in to get that puck, you're going to get hit. He goes in, takes a massive clean body check, and bounces right back up. And I love this kid. Up, He comes through, gets the blue line, top of the circles, cuts up, brings it back, walks to the middle. I mean, listen, he's he's taking that next step. From what I've seen even this year, his, his numbers are proven when he's got 14 points in six games or something. Get this guy a beer. Um, Jack Hughes, man, this guy fucks up, dog. Does he not make hockey look easy. sexy? He makes it look easy. And God, you know, I, want, I actually wanted to say this to you, too. Last night, DraftKings put up um, the odds for... Hard trophy. Yeah, and I, when I said Connor McDavid, the first thing you said was Jack Hughes. And by the way, that's they're, they're, he's in the same discussion now. He's in the same discussion. Listen, he's, you know, although you think he's on the wrong side of the pond, which he might be for, uh, you know, for... I'm kind of over that after what the Rangers did to me in playoffs. But, year, but he is a, he's new NHL, man. He's brought the Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid kind of new like he's young and he's what a family by the way the family they're all they're all just you bring them all cases of blue light they make hockey look fun i mean they're and 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 it's it's effortless and what you just you touched on it earlier late in the game down a goal he's dumping a puck in he's going making a play getting smoked he's he's doing all the right things and the team follows yeah and when we asked we had a conversation with john cooper that we aired a couple weeks ago you know, asking he, Coop is is Hughes as good as he looks on TV and what people say. Yes, he is. He's he makes these plays. He's got it on a you know on a string and yeah. it's shifty. He looks like it's. I mean, I like watched I watched that whole game last night, and I watched him play one other. I think I watched him play opening night against the Red Wings. Might have been their first game, but the game last night and they lost. And I mean, they didn't play very good defensively. And I I do think if if I'm Fitzgerald moving forward, I do think I'm like. If you're Connor Hallbach, for example, like you signed that extension to Winnipeg, he played great the other night against the Oilers, still one there. But like, is New Jersey not a team that looks intriguing to you? Like, I want to go sign in New Jersey, yeah, because they got Jack Hughes and Heishier, Timo Meyer, yeah, you know, put a goalie in there. Yeah, if, they, if you put Connor Hallbach between the pipes of the Devils Ooh. right now, come on, man, it's like I know. But I do think they're going to adjust that goaltending at the deadline. But the way Jack Hughes played last night, man, and taking that head up, dog. But he he's. He's, it was a one-man breakout. Yeah. Like they give the puck to him inside the blue line. He dangles it up, gets inside. Know, it's, it's crazy. crazy it's a weird stick handle too, it's right? Crazy. It's not like a Scott Gomez back in the and day. And you could tell he has that ability to push the D back. Yeah. So as yeah. a defenseman to me, like I'm trying to think of Ovechkin, Crosby, um, guys like that, you know, could could push you back and you'd have to get back on your heels. Patrick Marlowe, you know, guys like that. And he has that ability because you could see D-man, they don't hold the gap on him because yeah. they're worried. So then he just gets in there. It's pretty impressive. Um, and what how, his Corsi's rating's got to be through the roof. Getting to the slot like that on these, yeah. he comes in and he gets know, to the Corsi. slot and he's shooting these pucks from literally in between the dots. That's like 10 out of 10 points. Is that Corsi? When you get in and you take those, that's A1A. If you can get to those spots. like that's if you're a, That's A1. Oh, there's all these stupid stats, but if you can carry the puck up by yourself in from zone to zone and get to the middle of the ice and shoot the puck right there, it's like the sirens go off. Ding, 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 ding. You, you win yeah. the jackpot. I, I still don't really care about Corsi, but by my eye test, he's, he's, he's good. Yeah. Oh, man. He's good. So, yeah. Uh, Jack Hughes, keep it going. Frosty, boys love you. I got some. Frosty's got They're some. They're coming to town, right? Listen, Frosty's got some twigs coming for me. Some legit CCM, my old pattern, my twig. CCM. Yeah. Coming. Really? For the alumni game. If I, yeah. if I do play, I'm going to have legit sticks. Uh, up dog. Last but not least here before we have our great guest coming on, our boy, Matty Kachuk. Uh, he's been unbelievable to the boys here at Mr. Curfew. We got some games this weekend. DraftKings, baby. Listen, the one that jumps out to me is out here out west. Golden Knights versus the LA Kings. That, to me, is a game that um, I'm definitely going to watch. I think that could be a good statement game for the Kings. Vegas is 7-0 and right now. And then I look at a little Red Wings going into Boston. The Wings have been playing great. Uh, 
it seems like maybe a little trap game for me for the Boston Bruins there. So, so I, you know what, I'm I'm poking my head around here Saturday night. It'd be a lot of Halloween parties. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a peek at uh, you know, the Leafs. Can the Leafs go into the Preds? It's a it's a big game for the Fact Daddy. Eh? He's at home playing against his old squad. You know, we'll see if the Leafs can continue this uh, this road trip. They lost one in Florida. They win one in Tampa. We shouldn't have won that game in Tampa. I know. Um, up each. And then, you know what? The Canucks have been playing well on the road, playing well under uh, our boy Talks. Rangers, man team, playing well, both 4-2 and two teams. Um, that'll be an interesting one out west. It'll be, be a nice late one to catch. Yeah, so I'm going to go on the limb. I'm going to say I like the LA Kings at home against the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm going to take the Detroit Red Wings on the road going in against the Boston Bruins. But we talked about the Bruins earlier this week. They've had a great start, but I don't know. I just think the Red Wings going to be fired up. Original six game, uh, and I think L.A., Vegas has got to lose eventually. I think, I think L.A. wins at home. L.A.'s looked better. They've looked better the last couple of games I've seen them play. They're, they're playing well. So Awesome. Uh, Updog, fella, love it. We got Maddie Kachuk coming at you right now. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Updog, uh, this beauty is more than the friend of the pod. I feel like he's he's part of the, part of the squad, part on of the, the team. This is the third time? Might third be the, the, heart, the heartbeat of, of Missing Curfew is like he is for the Florida Panthers. But Maddie Kachuk, Chucky, buddy. Uh, good seeing you. I've been looking forward to catching up to you, buddy. Uh, so thank you for joining Missing Curfew, like always. You're so good to us, my man. Yeah, it's great to be back with you, boys. And this actually might even be fourth. Yeah, I'm uh, breaking records over here. But uh, no, it's always good to talk to you guys and uh, good to catch up. Chuck, I got to be honest. I saw your headshot come out. Now I see you here. You're looking lean, fella. Is that just the Southern Cal- uh, Florida tan or you down a few? Because uh, you're looking sharp, fella. No, I need more sun than what I got right now. And, and the hair the hair is a little too greasy in the summer, so I need a fresh cut. Look, it looks awful right now. I don't know, look at myself for this. But, uh, yeah, no, I just got to look fresh with the start here. You guys know. I do know. I, I know you have to have a tan for, for your headshot, but if you come in looking too good, people are like, hey, how much yeah. time were you in the yeah, gym or on the ice? Did you work out this summer or <laughs> just fucking golf? But I do love the haircut, Chucky. A little high and tight, fresh look for the new season. Yeah, yeah. Try to uh, try to change it up a little bit, and uh, yeah, try to look as good as I can. Chucky, let's talk about your off season. I, I want to start first and foremost with your brother Brady getting married. It looked like an absolutely uh, unbelievable wedding. Uh, just talk about that as the older brother seeing your you know your younger brother get married. We all know he's the captain of the Sens, but just being there, and, I mean, it just seemed like there was a lot of love in the building, a lot of people having a time. Oh yeah. Well, I think we all knew that was going to happen. It was going to be. Uh, it was going to be a hell of a time. Um, yeah, they did a great job, put on just such a great week and weekend. And um, it's just cool for me to have like all those people around that it's it's hard to get everybody under one roof, you know, for uh, like two or three days, let alone a, a week of a wedding. So um, it was great to have a lot of family there from all parts of you know the country and Canada. And then just a bonus to have so many of our friends there too. How about the speech for that? How's how, how's that go? You just let it fly, or you take you take it easy on your brother on a you know on a best man speech like that? No, I mean I I'm not gonna lie, I was a little liquored up, and <laughs> you just try to you you just try to like oh no, I kept it nice. I didn't really I didn't do anything really funny. I just try to be heartfelt and uh, let them know how much I love them. And uh, um yeah, I mean I'm not I'm not sitting there, you know, rehearsing a speech. Let's let's eased up on that one so um yeah that was uh yeah kind of just let it fly and i don't know my dad's the night before that was a uh definitely a let it fly uh speech so um no no it's kind of how the constructs roll we're not planning anything too far out yeah you brought him up big wolf i can't ask you about your offseason without that beauty how's he doing uh is he in the is he in your living room right now or how's big wolf doing he comes out loud the back there for a few months what's yeah. he doing in there <laughs> I'll be back here, hopefully. I know he won't miss that. But uh, no, he's, uh, I think one of my favorite parts about coming to Florida was having my family and friends down here so much more. And uh, yeah, going on that deep rhyme playoffs, he uh, he was a uh, he was a resident. Let's just say that, no matter if I kicked him out or not. He's going to get a good tax break, eh? He's yeah, his taxes. Totally. And they, sure at the elbow room, room. <laughs> you can bump up their sales. They need this cat back in, back in town. Yeah, yep. I'm trying to ease up on Albert until he gets here. Hey, so Chucky, we had uh, Kevin Hayes on the pod a couple weeks ago, and and he said that you're renting out your nice pad to him in, in St. Louis. So classy move by you. 
Did you give him a good blue light special? Or are you holding over the coals? What, what kind of is there a leasing term or just a good guy handshake? Uh, no, I mean, I got a little family and friend discount that Robbie Thomas had forever. So now Kevin's got it as well. I'm easy though. Yeah, Robbie Thomas, it's time. With that deal kicking in this year, it's time he can go get his own new shack, I'd say. I mean, he was at my parents for, what, two or three years, and he was at mine for two years. So, uh, yeah, but he, he made it up for it. He bought a pad. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, good as, for him. as he should have. So, uh, last thing about the offseason, I want I wanted to ask you about your golf game. I know you're a member at Adios now there in Fort Lauderdale, which is an absolute sick track. But once you recovered and stuff, did you get out and play a bit of golf? How's the game right now? Are you staying behind it nice and crispy? Um, well, I haven't actually been there yet since it's been official. So, uh, I, uh, I got to get golfing a little bit more. I mean, I'm one of those guys. It's not like I'm just, you know, hiding in my house during the season. I like to still get out there a little bit, but, um, I really didn't get cleared to play until the end of the summer. So I played just a little bit, but I'll play, I'll play a lot more during the year here. You're going to enjoy that men's room in there. That last, that oval bar there watching like a, you know, a Monday nighter or something coming off the course with the boys. Like that's a nice little men's room there at Adios. <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy bringing, uh, bringing some people a little bit there and not a bad hangout. Yeah. It's a, that's a good, hangout. best bar stools in the league. Yeah. Best hard to leave. Think about a good bar is a good bar stool. It's hard for us to leave. You know, it's not hard for everyone else to leave. You don't get the bar back. No, you don't get the bar back. Yeah, the stool back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Ireland does to you. Uh, Chucky, I wanted to ask you, you came on right at the end of the season, buddy, and, and after we got off, I looked at Uppy and I was like, I almost kind of felt bad having you on because I could see how heartbreaking it was. But now that you've been through the offseason, you're back to training camp, throughout the course of the summer, have you had a chance to look back on on what an amazing run it was and maybe how much you learned from it. And I'm sure it still stings, but just kind of walk me through that process of, of the summer and looking back on what you did and what your Florida Panthers did. Yeah. I think it's, it, it's healthy to look back and have great memories. Like that's, it's really what it's about, you know, in sports and, and in life is, is kind of the memories you've created. And, and we had some unbelievable ones last spring and um, stuff that I'll, I'll remember forever. But at the end of the day, like, it couldn't have ended worse, you know? So um, coming into this year, you have that, I don't even know if I'd call it chip on your shoulder to, to get back there because it's so hard to get back there, but you just want to give yourself a chance. And so it starts here in the regular season and hopefully it could lead to getting in the playoffs and, and coming out. And And I will say one of the great things about last year is we know what it takes, you know, in each series and, and the underdog and um, momentum. And we, we've, we've learned a lot. Um, and it's kind of that perfect mix of having, you know, little over half the guys come back and new faces come in and and want to be that missing piece of the puzzle to get us over the hump so i'm really happy with where we're at we've we've got uh you know we've got a really tough start ahead of us with three of our best players being out but um you know we, we dealt with a lot of that stuff last year so hopefully we could learn from it and, and i mean you, you have to learn from all those we're really screwed yeah absolutely hey Ch uh, chucky what's like the message from you know coach mo like what's like the the florida panther slogan right now their identity going into this year after what you accomplished last year what's like what's the message is it almost like a piggyback to that moment to those moments or is it like a hey fresh sheet 82 matches to get to where we were last year like what is the what's the message so far in camp it's it's really been a piggyback like message like he's talking to us now before camp like he was during playoffs and I think that just shows like kind of how, you know, relaxed of a mindset we had in playoffs. Like we were just go in there, play the game and play the game and have some, have some fucking fun doing it. You know, like it's, it's what it's really about. And, um, you know, if you lose, I mean, you got to turn the page and you got to come up the next day and just, just kind of win your day. So, um, right now our mindsets win the day and get better each time, uh, you are either on or off the ice, take advantage of, of your opportunities, and we've got a great opportunity ahead of us. Chuck, I want to ask you one more thing about your offseason, and I, I don't think people realize, you know, how hard it is to to, to come through an injury and get going. So how was your offseason workout? Was a lot of rehab off the start, and then you got into your lifting? Or or, or how different was it for you this offseason going through, you know, having to come through an injury? Yeah, uh, a lot of rehab, and kind of the first time that I've been told just to sit there and let it heal, which I did not like. Um, so I really, once I was given the A-OK -okay to do anything, whether go in the pool or, I mean, I don't even know examples, literally do anything. I was probably overdoing it a lot. So, um, I would say I got, I was feeling 
really good like late August, you know, mid to late August. And ever since that, for the last month and change, I've been going full go. But I was able to skate in the early part of August. And uh, oh, oh no, everything was just shortened a lot this summer. But I feel maybe any year just because it's so fresh that I didn't have that that you know four or five months off where it, you you get kind of uh yeah out of your routine or whatever so um i feel like this is just like a part two of last year you know what i mean so i think i'm gonna use that as uh as a uh i don't know just like i wouldn't say motivation or anything it's just i think i'm lucky that it feels so fresh that i can kind of just bring last season or this season into last season yeah and don't forget, rest is a weapon, eh, Chuck? Yeah, we say that. I used to say that for on Mondays. Rest, rest is a weapon, boys. <laughs> hey, you got to listen to the body. If she says take her easy, just take her easy. That's why we come in on Tuesdays. <laughs> well, 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 you know what it's like, Obi. It's a it's a muck fest out there, like Brett Rich would say. So, uh, um, yeah, it's a muck fest out there. So if they give you the optional pregame. You, you're probably a smart man if you're taking that. You take. <laughs> I used to love a good muck fest myself, Chucky. We just get in the corner. Let's muck this one over here, boys. Yeah, <laughs> three out three. Let's muck it out. No puck, no stand. I'm, 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 I'm in the east now. There's not as much mucking around, but uh, I don't know. Some of my first few years playing in the Pacific against like Anaheim and San Jose and LA, like it was, I was 18, 19 years old. That's those are no fun yeah. games. Yeah. Hey, uh, Updog brought up Paul Maurice. I was just wondering, you know, how was training camp? Because obviously we all know you had a short summer and you guys are coming back in. Did, did he ease the boys in or or was it a muck fest right from the start? Or what was Paul's message early on? Was he just giving it to the boys or? No, like he like finds a way to make, well, I tell you legitimately the hardest practices ever, like very fun. And like you're leaving the rink smiling and still like happy. And I don't know, like it's, I don't know how he does it because the skating are, are no joke. But uh, I don't know. It's it, last year's camp was tough. This year it felt like it was just as tough. Like your 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 hips and groins are in one after a couple of days. But uh, we feel really good now going into the first game Thursday. Chucky, talk a little bit about camp so far and the fans. Like, have the fans came out to support you guys? Like you finished last year. I mean, coming to see you guys play in the playoffs and being ex Panthers, you know, the fans had such a buzz to them. Are they showing up to practice out there in Fall Springs? Are they are they there supporting you guys right from the get go? Yeah, there's been so much support here, and like just going all up and down on Las Olas or on the beach or like everywhere, people are coming up to me and, and I wouldn't even say bringing up last year, just like how excited they are for this year, and I mean up and down the coast from like West Palm where people have said stuff all the way down to like Miami, so everybody's kind of on board and. And uh, I don't know. Hockey's fun right now in Florida, so um, people are people are really enjoying it. Really enjoying coming to the games. Really enjoying the players, and um, it's a it's a really fun event for them to come to and watch. And um, last year, just the momentum that we created. Hopefully, we can keep that going this year. Chuck, you just mentioned earlier in your career. I mean, you've been in the league since you're 18 years old, and me and Oppie talk about preseason hockey. And as as I went on as a veteran, you know, the least the least amount of preseason games I could play, the better. However, I always seemed like I had to play six or seven. Now, for you, how do you approach preseason hockey? Do you talk to Paul and say, I, I know you're coming off injury, maybe this is a little different, but you know, how many games do you want to play? How do you approach a preseason? What what are you looking to get out of? I guess is what I'm asking you. Well, it's a little bit different. Like I I don't think you want to like go crazy in preseason and play in every game but also you don't really want to practice yeah <laughs> it's rather playing the game so True. it's like uh it's kind of that mix but uh i don't know like you hate seeing some like the freak injuries and and preseason and then like that stuff you just you really want to stay away from and um i don't know like i i'm a guy like if you give me two games i'm happy with it um but then I, you're you know you're having some pretty tough skates in practice. So it's like, I don't know, but I would say I'm, I'm a two game to be game guy, Max, but, um, you kind of, you try to use like the, the last game or the last two to get yourself ready. But the first game, like after our first few days of camp, like those split squad games are, are, are nuts. So, um, those don't almost don't even count. Hey, Chucky, go back to when you first came to the league, like when you put preseason hockey, sometimes almost harder than real NHL hockey, right? Like you get through, you get into a preseason game. Sometimes you're like, and this is a muck fest out here. Where's everyone going? And then you get in the season, you're like, all right, there's my centerman. There's my winger. Like, did you notice that when you were younger too? Like how much cleaner, I guess, a regular season game is to a preseason match? Yeah, I actually felt that my first year, like my rookie year, 
the hardest of his games of the whole season. Well, other than playoffs where he played the Ducks. That was nuts. But uh, other than that, like preseason and rookie camp, like the rookie camp before preseason, like guys are flying around, like hitting everybody. You don't know where anybody is. Like those are hard for me, like trying to be like, I don't know, one of my things that I pride myself in is being a smart player and like knowing the next play and where guys are. And I just, I don't know, I could be Albert Einstein out there. You could read where guys are going. So, um, <laughs> So that was that was kind of tough. And then once you get to regular season, like I was slotted to play with Bennett and Brower, two smart players. So like they made it easy on me. And then I started playing with Michael Backlund, who made it so easy for me. And um, but yeah, to your point, like preseason, especially rookie camp, like I mean, you'll see some one on one skill plays being made, but it's 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 a muck out there, like you said. So regular season, regular season, it starts to settle down and um, you know, once you get all the NHL guys together, it's it's more predictable, which is easier for everybody. Chuck, you had a great year last year, right? Up your finalist for the Hart Trophy, and one thing I love about you is how laid back you are, and how much you enjoy the game, and love going to the rink. And then when the puck drops, you put that mouth guard in, you start chewing on it, and you play your guts out. <laughs> like, is there any personal goals that you've set? Okay, I want to get better at. Like you hear players say, I want to get better at this, right? You see McDavid last year. Now he led the league in, in goals. Was is there anything heading this this year that you're looking to? to maybe improve on or you just just play your game and, and whatever happens kind of happens i know like I'm, I'm not i'm not messing with you guys like i i, I do not give a shit about the personal yeah. stats like i maybe like maybe my younger self I, i'd tell you that but really in the back of my head i was like oh, i want to you know get some more goals this year like i i really could care less um i i would love to be more consistent like each and every night be a difference maker no matter what um you know, like I, I was even talking to somebody the other day, like I felt some of my best games in playoffs were against Toronto and you know, I wasn't really producing points or goals or anything, but I felt like those were my best games, which I think is very important. And uh, so I'd say consistency every night. I want to be, that, I, mean, I really want to try to be one of the best players in the league ever, each and every night. So um, I guess that's important, but uh, I don't know. I'd love to, I'd love to lead the team back to playoffs. I'd say that's my one personal goal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of leadership, one of your X factors on your squad, who you've said this and you've been very open in vocabulary about this guy, but Barkoff and just what he like, what he was, what he is to your team, H- him getting back to that sulky form, right? Like he, you, you know what he's like in the room daily on ice. Where's Barky at right now? How is he uh, taking last year into this year? What are you expecting from him and just, you know, when you two are when you two are rolling, you can just see your team follow you guys. I don't really understand because you know I, I'm lucky that I have so many great people around me, and like I was, you know, up for up for the heart last year. But I think everybody in the locker room knows that Barkies are MVP each and every night. So like it was almost like I was, you know, taking what was his at notoriety there, which I think is unfair because he he really is each and every day our our best player and like you know, like some of the things I've seen him do in camp so far, like it, it's, it's not right. It really is not right. And uh, he, he's such an important piece to our team. He looks, he looks unreal right now. And just, just somebody to have, it's like to have somebody like that, that I can follow and, and ha- such a great leader and on and off the ice. So I'm very lucky. And yeah, he looks like he's in uh, I don't even, I think Selkie form is not doing it justice how good he looks right now. I think he's going to be one of the best in the league. He's a beast. He just seems like a guy, yeah, that like, like probably three days after you guys were done, he was probably back in the gym or back on the ice. Like, he just seems like every day for Barkey's just like, just Mr. Consistency, right? Like, every day is the same with that guy. Yeah, he's nasty. Yeah. He's nasty. Chucky, I want to ask you about your new pieces you guys brought in. Uh, Evan Rodriguez is a guy that I, I've loved this game from his days in Pitt. He played... Better in the second half of Colorado. Oliver Ekman Larson looking to maybe find some of that vitamin C down in, in Southern Florida to get him back going. Kulikov, <laughs> vitamin Kulikov's the guy vitamin that's been D. there. But you bring in new guys. But I guess what I'm saying, Chucky, is these are, these are veteran guys. How have they fit in right away? Um, it's got to be nice bringing in veteran guys that have been proving themselves in the league. Yeah, and I mean, not that like I really pay too much attention to this stuff, but like they all other than Erod, but a lot of those guys came here on one year, like, you know, trying to prove it deals. And, and I think that's like very important for us to have like guys that are willing to do whatever it takes and bet on the rest of us and basically show us indirectly that this is a team that I think is, 
is really talented and can do something. So um, I don't know. I, I, I'm very excited about this year. I'm very excited to have those guys and they've all fit in just so perfectly. And uh, all of really different skill sets too, which is going to help us. Like they're all, they're all different in a, in a weird way. And, and everything's messed. I mean, as good as it can so far, but just been those, those greasy preseason games. So we'll see how it goes. The real <laughs> stuff. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you, I read something uh, earlier um, saying that maybe you guys might be up for maybe a Patty Kane midseason, uh, maybe acquisition if he gets healthy and wants to come to South Florida. It it has been a place, Chucky, in since I've known Florida, where people, you know, at that stage of their career would love to come play. Any chance you would fire up the phone and maybe call a little Patty Kane and tell him how good it is in Florida to get him there because he'd be a great addition to your guys' lineup. I'd say. Oh, oh yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> That's allowed. Yeah. So I, uh, He's a free agent. I um, think you can, you can give him a buzz yeah. anytime. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. There's like tampering, tampering <laughs> stuff for the NHL. I don't even know how that works. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll give him a, a call, and I don't know. He can fuck. Well, he can have my house if you. Goes. Hey, maybe uh, maybe wait for him to reach out to you. Maybe wait for him to reach out to you. If he texts you, be like, hey, buddy, what's up, buddy? How you doing? That's great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's one of my favorite players since I've been young. So that'd be that'd be really cool for me. And I don't know if you told my my ten year old, twelve year old self that that's a possibility or that would happen. I'm there. Be crazy. Well, let, let's stay with USA Hockey there. Like when we had Hazy on, like you know Brady's wedding and Hazy's wedding, and now it's been announced that we're going to have the Olympics and probably a World Cup. And we know how big part you are of USA Hockey, but. It really seems you guys got a close-knit group top to bottom. Is that how you feel about USA Hockey right now, Chucky? And how excited are you are down the road the next year to, to put the, the Stars and Stripes back on? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a shame that there hasn't been a chance um, in the last number of years for for international competition. And and I've, I've really been chomping at the bit the last, you know, however many years where I think I could potentially be in the in the running to maybe be on the team. Um, other than winning a Stanley Cup, my, my goal would be my number two goal would be just to win the Olympic gold medal or world cup or whatever with my brother. Like that would, to me would be like the coolest, coolest thing that we could ever imagine. So, um, we really do have a tight knit group of like USA hockey players. Cause I feel like everybody either played with each other or against each other when you're younger. Like it's a lot of overlapping and, um, you know, just Americans, uh, a lot of great Amer- American players and people in the IHL. So I'm sure we would have, uh, Anybody who had a chance to be on that team or a chance to be on that team would be super lucky and it would be a great honor. Yeah, I can't wait for it. It seems like there's a window, like three to four years, your age gap amongst you guys that that we know you guys hang out. That's like the the Hughes brothers and and you and your brother. And it's like, you're right. You've all kind of just missed each other. But you're all tight. Whether call it whether it's the weddings in the summer or the you know the all star games that you guys have, your guys are always together. And what camaraderie we've seen from the outside looking in. You got us worried, Chuck. Yeah, Canadians, we're worried here. We were we're, 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 hoping, we're hoping Hockey Canada's doing the same thing with the boys. Hey, we're big off off ice guys. You know that, Chucky. So you got us a little worried. I do. Well, you guys should lead the charge for them. I think I think most of the U.S. guys are cut from the same cloth and all very similar personalities so it's uh definitely it's almost impossible for all of us to have fun together to not have fun together it's uh it's uh it's a pretty it's a lock for a pretty good time on and off the ice when uh all of us u.s guys get together yeah i agree i agree i think it's a great thing uh chuck any young kids i camp this year you know jump out to anybody I'm always looking for old pros. Is there any old young pros coming up, Chucky, that were making taking some runs in camp? Or like, holy, look at this guy. Was there or anyone jumped out at you? Yeah, I mean, two guys that really impressed for for my squad is Sordiff and Sam Miscavige. Um It really, uh, I really haven't seen in the last bunch of years, whether it's Calgary or here, like young guys, like kind of make it at that age. Like it's for some reason, it's been. Uh, it's been tough to crack the lineup, but you know, these two have definitely have a chance this year. And, um, I don't know, like I love nothing more than like younger players with huge personalities that come in and like just fit right in. It's like, Oh no, it makes me smile. Like <laughs> I, I hope that I hope that I was like that at that age, but, um, you know, these guys are 20, 21 years old and 
I just like the smile that they have, like the NHL, like it's that. So um, it, it makes you uh, it makes you realize like that it's still uh, you know a dream of yours to play in this league and stay in this league. So it, uh, it definitely makes it uh, a lot of energy. I got to ask you about my boy Monty Kid. I I know he's a little banged up right now, but uh, obviously he's around the rink a little bit. How's he doing? How's how's my boy Monty Kid doing? Well, Monty Kid fella, even though he's a little bit. Uh, well, I wouldn't say he's banged up. He's just recovering right now, but he could still probably lift double than what I am. I mean, he's a uh, he's a fitness freak, that guy. And uh, I'm sure when he comes back, he'll be right back to that 30 minutes a night, which which uh, will help us out a lot. It's crazy, isn't it? Like last year in your guys' run, like just I, I, I'll tell you what. When I first seen Monty and had Shea Theodore, I was in my Ducks camp trying to make the team, and I saw those guys skate. Right then, I knew my my career was probably over, Chucky. But like just how powerful he is, and how he just never gets tired, and I'm so proud of the step he took last year, and, I, and I'm not sure what he's supposed to do back, but when he does come back, I'm like you. I'm expecting him to jump right into that lineup and be the Monty kid that he was last year. Yeah, me too, and that's what we're going to need. He he had an unreal year last year, and I think that he's capable of that each and every year. Um, he, uh, I think that's what impressed me most with him is like he doesn't get tired. I don't understand. And they're <laughs> huffing and puffing on the side, and he's just, he could go for days. So um, he uh, he's an impressive athlete, that's for sure. Chucky, I got a date here circled on uh, on your guys' calendar here. You got Friday, November 17th here versus the Ducks. Me and the big fella just got a little sprinter van. We're going to plan on doing a little uh, content, maybe coffee with the coffee with the fellas. We're going to swing by the practice rink. We're going to come in, watch you rip some biscuits and morning skate, and then we're going to have a coffee with you in the sprinter van. That's kind of the game plan. Yeah. So- Yep, sounds like a plan. Is that a game day there? Is that on the game? Yeah, it's a game day. We figure you guys, you're you're going back home after that, so you probably stay the night because you don't want to be traveling overnight like that back to the East Coast. So, well, uh, it's a yeah, Friday. Yep. It's a Friday. You don't play again until Monday, so hopefully, uh, you know, that looks like a green light to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's kind of what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in for it all. Yeah, it sounds great. And then one more, what, one more I got circled here you know, for your team is, uh, is January 4th, you go back to Vegas. What do you think that game's going to be like when you're in there? When you're in there, are you going to little vengeance to be had, but you know, getting a taste of, you know, the last, you know, four or five games you guys played last year were against those guys. What's that game going to be like for you? Um, I haven't really thought about it, but, um, I know I've got a sour taste in my mouth and the rest of the guys that were on the team do. So that'll be a very passionate game. Uh, I have a feeling very passionate. Chucky, I mean, we've all been in the NHL dressing room, and then we all say, "Hey, we got to get off to a good start, boys." It's, you know, we got to get off to a good start. And typically, for when I was in the league, by Thanksgiving in in, in the states here, November or third week of November, you kind of know where you sit. But coming off going to the finals, you got Monty Kid out, Ekblad's out, Bennett's out. Like, how important is it for you, boys, just just to stay in the race and, and not fall out of it? Is that kind of the message heading into opening night, boys? Let's just collect as many points as we can here till we get all the boys back, or or am I overthinking a little bit? No, I think I think you're pretty. You got a pretty good idea there. Like you don't want to be chasing. We did that last year. It sucked. Um, it takes a lot out of you. Um, but realistically, we've got three key cogs out of the lineup, so it's going to be very important for us to. I mean, you could say do it by committee. You could also say, you know, guys like Barky and I really just need to step up our games and 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 really do stuff that uh, you know is going to win us game. Um, I look at it both ways, but we're going to need everybody down down that stretch the first little bit. Yeah, and just, you know, I, I think a message as a veteran guy to the other guys is what an opportunity for some of these guys, right? With those three boys out of the lineup, these young guys you've talked about, other guys you've brought in, like, is that kind of a message from your leadership group? Hey, boys, this league's about opportunity, and right now we got some guys that have it, and boys, take advantage of it. Absolutely. I think this opportunity doesn't come by for – for most teams with, with two guys like that, that play that many minutes or a, you know, a top six center. So, um, I don't know. This is, this is an important time. You, you got to be careful too. You don't want to, you know, make it about individuals, you know, stepping up and, and kind of making it more about that. It's like, boys, if you can help us win, I mean, you're probably going to stay in the lineup. I mean, that's kind of how everybody's kind of looking at it right now. Like you win, you're going to be a part of the team. So, um, hopefully we got, uh, have a bunch of wins to start the year. That would, uh, that would make me very happy. Everything's better when you win. It is. The yeah. beers are colder. Oh. The wine's better. The fillet's a little more tender. <laughs> it's just everything's better when you win. We're Panther fans, too. Like, Bill Zito, oh, yeah. Paul Maurice, this is two great guys to play for. And then, you know, we love we love you guys. We wore the crest. We know what it's like down, down there in South Florida. So, uh, important to get off, like Obi said, to a good start and get this thing rolling again for you guys. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, definitely appreciate it as always, all the stuff from you guys. But I think it's really cool now down here, like just being around the city, like hockey's cool down here right yeah. now. So we got to keep that momentum going. Chuck, yeah, I saw something on social media. I don't know if it was camp or whatever, but did Bobrovsky have you shooting pucks at his head or something? Did I read this right? Or, or what was going on with Bob? Did, did I see that right? Yeah, I just, I guess he doesn't want to be beat short side high right now. So uh, I was, I, I got, I mean, I don't have a muffin, but I definitely don't have a hard shot. So um, he'll be okay for my shots hitting him in the head. But uh, yeah, I mean, as a player, I'm not going up to players and like, hey, you want to throw a few pucks in my shin pad so I can work on blocking shots? Like, yeah. that ain't my, he's like, he's like not my speed. Yeah, I need to wake up here. Would you just mind shooting about four or five wristers at my... I used to tell guys in the morning, you shoot one near me, I'll get a fucking two inches. So just keep the shots low, all right? You hit me with a puck at 10 a.m., oh. I'm not going to be happy. Oh yeah, just yeah, yeah. Ten a.m. on a game day, no thanks. So, um, yeah, the you know those goalies are different, but that's what makes Bob great. So, I'll do whatever he asks me to do. Well, Chucky, you're a great buddy. Uh, like I said, it's good to see you smiling. You look good, fella. We're pulling for you here. You're always good to miss and curfew you and your whole family. Tell Big Walt we said what's up. Stay healthy, kid. Go get him, and uh, we'll be pulling for you here at missing curfew. Yep, sounds good. We'll see you guys before I know it. Maybe play some golf or whatever. Y'all better listen up closely. All you niggas that said that I turn pop or the fern flop. Y'all are the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep. So fuck y'all, all of y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old me. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say. But nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say. But nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just